imposter syndrome. Do you struggle with it? Do you know what it is? It's something that is very prevalent in veterinary medicine. And today on the If I Can Do It, You Can Do It podcast with Erin Zamowski-Alvarez, we are going to talk about it. So let's get started. Okay, imposter syndrome. So it's something that I definitely have struggled with and currently struggle with at times. The definition, um, the term was first coined coined by in 1978 by psychologists Pauline R. Clamio and Suzanne A. Ines to refer to high-achieving women who felt like phonies. Um, despite accomplishments, successes being plagued by feelings that they were not good enough or worthy of success. Um, the feeling of being a fraud and everybody feeling finding out is like the feeling. That's the the. It's like of being a quote unquote fraud and everybody finding out. Um, the good news is this only happens when you are challenging yourself or stepping out of your comfort zone. So if you're not doing anything new or challenging yourself, you're probably not going to experience this. Um, so, and stepping out of your comfort zone is how we learn and grow and, you know, do new things and get, get better at new at things and achieve things. Um, in veterinary medicine, it's easy to fall victim because we tend to be perfectionists and we tend to be people pleasers. And our job is one that is hard and there's a lot of lives at stake and there's a lot of pressure. Um, so like people pleasers tend to be people that seek approval. Um, so I have a few tips of things that have helped me and, um, they can might help you, but my tips are no, number one, no one is perfect or knows everything. You would think that that would be obvious, right? Um, but it doesn't seem like that. It seems like everybody wants everybody to be perfect and not have any problems. And in fact, I grew up in a family, well, I grew up in a family that was like this, but even more obviously in my in-laws, my husband's family, um, I noticed that whenever there is a problem, like they're very wonderful and nurturing, um, kind, but whenever there's a problem, it's, oh, we don't want to deal here your drama or like keep your problems to yourself. Nobody wants to hear your problems, but like the problem needs to be addressed because you know, that someone might not be, not be feeling safe. Um, but number two is for me in veterinary medicine or in general, actually in coaching as well. Um, what I've learned is that I don't pretend to know everything. I feel like I used to think that I had to pretend to know everything um, because I would be judged. For example, my one of my first, my second to first job as an actual veterinarian, because before I went to veterinary school, I was an RVT, as you heard from my previous story. Um, but my first, second job as a veterinarian, I... Um, got pulled into the office to talk, be talked to about my main veterinarian boss. And he told me that um, I, because I was like thinking out loud and questioning myself and thinking out loud and like asking the text questions, it was making them feel 
like less confident in me as a veterinarian and it was giving it was making them doubt me and like to me I was just sort of like here's this case I wonder if this is what's going on I was a new veterinarian I was sort of musing and you know hoping to incorporate all of our experience into the mix um, but what I was told to do, and I don't know if this is the right answer. I'm pretty sure it's not, because I don't. Because as a veterinarian, even as anyone, as a coach, as you don't need to know all the answers. You just need to be willing to find out the answers and know the right tests to run. Um, but I was told to lock myself in the doctor's office, and not lock myself in the doctor's office, but go into the doctor's office and close the door, and then read the books, and then you know, formulate my thoughts and then come out and present a plan. Um, and so basically what I, I don't, like I said, I don't pretend to know everything. Um, in veterinary medicine, I tell my clients that what I know and what my top differentials are and the tests that we can run and that if I don't have, find the answer, that we'll keep looking until I do find the answer. Or, you know, I recommend the best possible plan within their budget and um, help them the best I can. In coaching, I don't pretend to know all the answers. But the lucky thing is, is I have two top nutritionists, registered dietitians, super trainers, all at my disposal. So I don't, I'm not a fitness expert. I'm not a nutrition expert. I don't help you with your nutrition because I'm a registered dietitian. I will help you with your nutrition because I'm here to support you and I've been through the programs and I know what works and I have the tools and then I can point you in the right direction. And I can support you on your journey. And if I don't know the answer to something, because I have it through all of the programs myself, if I don't have the answer, then I can point you in the right direction or I will find you the answer. Um, so... My third tip for dealing with imposter syndrome is I really think that therapy is super important. I mean, always for everything. Um, but there's a difference between um, there's a difference between being confident and um, being arrogant. There's a difference. So, a lot of times it seems like you have to know everything because everybody knows everything already and that's just not the case. Not everybody knows everything, number one. And the people that are acting like they know everything and um, you know, acting arrogant and putting you down and not helping you and making you feel less than, those people are plagued with insecurities. So just get that right then. Get like, get that because confident people, someone who's confident in their abilities doesn't put other people down, doesn't make other people feel less than they lift each other up and they help each other. Like if somebody is confident in their actions, they don't feel threatened by you and your success. They feel like they want to encourage you and help you and help you. Or if you don't, you know, you know they wouldn't put you down. They don't like have to make themselves be so braggadocious or so much better than you and by making you look less than them, they're just confident and they lift others up around each with each other, if that makes sense. So confident people don't put each other down, they lift each other up. Number four is to, in order to develop more confidence, I would highly recommend stepping out and becoming a mentor 
and or offering to teach things to new graduates or offering to teach things to the technicians um, because when you teach something you develop you get a new understanding of it and it helps you to learn it better too so in veterinary medicine we like to say and I know this I'm kind of putting both of my professions together because I do two things like I am a coach and I'm a veterinarian and I'm a mom but in veterinary medicine, we like to say something called see one, do one, teach one. See one, do one. That gives you the confidence because you've done it once. And then the next time when you teach someone, that now it really solidifies it. So see one, do one, teach one. Um, I highly recommend stepping out and mentoring. Um, and number three... It's very important when you're questioning yourself or you're feeling like you're less than, it's really important that you remember what you do well. It's really helpful to write a list of the things that you know you do well, um, not to be like bragging about yourself, but more in a way to convince you and not convince you, but to realize that you are enough, that you do know like lots of things, that you are good enough to be here. And like when you can see, like you don't have to know everything, but there are things that you do know. There are things that you are good at. So like when you focus on the positive things that you're good at, instead of all the negative lacking that you're in, um, obviously if you focus on all the things that you need to improve and all the ways that you're not good enough, you're going to feel insecure and lack confidence. But if you focus on the things that you are good at and that you have accomplished, then you're gonna feel a lot more confident. And that's how it works. So if this was helpful, let me know. Um, if you can write me a review, if you follow this, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you um, can follow me on social media, that'd be great, or share this on social media, that would be so helpful. I On Instagram, I am Aaron Zamowski, Aaron Zamowski Alvarez. I'll put it in the show notes. On every platform, on Facebook, I'm the same, and Aaron Zemowski-Alvarez. And if you are interested in coaching and what I do as a coach, just hit me up. Let's talk. Okay, I hope you are having a great day. hope this was helpful. And thank you so much for listening. Bye, guys.